Welcome to The City's Backyard with Matt Seiko, a podcast that interviews all walks of life from their own backyard. The City's Backyard starts now. Today we are in the backyard of New Jersey. Uh, We are talking to a singer-songwriter. Her name is Kylie Baxter. And in case you didn't know, Kylie just released a stunning rendition of the Jim Steinman track. It's all coming back to me now, which Celine Dion also famously covered. She worked on that track. Uh, Her first solo single for Kylie alongside Paul Crook, who we had on the podcast before. Uh, Paul is the producer of Meatloaf's band, the Neverland Express. And Kylie is in that band. Kylie, welcome to the backyard of New York City. You're in New Jersey. What, central New Jersey? Yes, I am. Well, welcome to the backyard here. And, uh, well, you just came off of a tour with Meatloaf's band. And how was that out in the UK? Well, that was my first touring experience, you know, being on a tour bus, which was amazing. I for one, love the tour life after my experience. And it was just so cool. We played some beautiful theaters and we got to visit all the different areas. We covered Scotland and some different places in England. It was beautiful and it was just a great experience. The song, which I got to perform over there, went over really, really well. So that was more than I could have asked for. So it was a great experience overall. We're going to be playing that track on the podcast uh, later in this episode. It's all coming back to me now, which Meatloaf came out with, what, in 2006? Yep. He did a version with Marion Raven. It was like a duet version. Uh Uh-huh. And Jim Steinman wrote the song? He did. He was the lyricist for the song. Yeah, and Jim is no longer alive, and Meatloaf passed away. Obviously, people know that. Meatloaf lived, you know, in the backyard of New York. He lived, I believe he lived, I know he lived in Westport, Connecticut at one time. And uh, I, I don't know if you can believe this, but my childhood friend, Eddie Vassallo, who I grew up with uh, in Westchester, his dad was Meatloaf's uh, entertainment attorney. Can you believe that? Wow. That's crazy. What a small world. There are so many great musicians and so much talent right in the backyard of New York City. And you are an upcoming talent. So let's uh, let's talk about this here. Did you ever meet Meatloaf? I actually did have the honor of meeting Meatloaf. We did a TV show called The Huckabee Show in Nashville about... A year ago and i was featured in his last live performance before he passed away which like looking back on at hindsight is one of the coolest things i've done um in my <laughs> beginning of my career <laughs> but yeah. it was it was really cool to meet him he was such a personality and it was that was a, a great first live tv experience for me now this was you said in nashville Yes, this was in Nashville with the Neverland Express. And was that, uh, were you in a, a theater or, or where? Where were you when this happened? Um, we we did the Huckabee show. We were a feature that night. It was, I, I guess oh, you it, could say like a Like a TV studio theater? Yes. Wow, that is so cool. So 
Uh, so Meatloaf basically gave this band his blessing, and he basically groomed uh, the talent, such as Khalib Johnson, and and even he had to work with Paul on perfecting your performance. Correct? Right. So did did he ever give you any advice, or did he ever say, you know, sing the song this way, or or what? He always, I feel like when I, when I performed with him live, he was, but this was before we recorded this song, but his one note to me was always just to sing everything with the utmost passion. So that's what I did in my delivering of it's all coming back to me now was, was give as much passion as I possibly could. Cause that was always his, his biggest thing. I feel like he was known most for his incredible performance and you know, captivating qualities as a performer. Without a doubt. I mean, he was so theatrical and, you know, he was, he was an actor as well. And uh, a lot of people don't know that he was into theater and his performances were theatrical, much like, uh, you know, the Alice Cooper group, only Meatloaf didn't put on makeup or anything like that, but he, he did display a lot of passion on stage. And it, w- it was like a an actual performance, not just a typical rock band or rock singer just singing along. I mean, he got into it with with the certain kind of uh, gestures, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I mean, learning the songs for the the show that we do now celebrating meatloaf because obviously they're not songs that I grew up with, but learning them, I've really come to respect like the storyline because really every song has its own, you know, is its own novel. Like there's, there's a full beginning and end to every song and a plot. And it's the coolest thing. Learning them was obviously tricky because they're like 10 minute songs, but but very, very cool and so different from what we see in music currently. Bad Out of Hell was such a great album. I, you know, I still have it on vinyl. Uh, it just got played over and over in my house. And uh, I, I mean, do you realize the magnitude of that album? <laughs> oh, it's insane. And being able to perform the songs is 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 really cool because obviously, like I said, it's not something that that I grew up with and had to do a lot of my own research on and knowing it was one of the highest sold albums is unbelievable. It's such an honor to be able to perform those songs. Yeah. One of the best selling albums and, uh, iconic for sure. Uh, just incredible. I did get to see meatloaf up at college. He played, uh, Syracuse university at the manly, I think manliest or manly field house. And, uh, he was just, you know, I think Debbie Gibson warmed up for him, by the way. <laughs> but oh, wow. uh, I know that uh, he had health issues and Paul explained how things deteriorated. But most people don't realize that the Neverland Express is not a tribute band. It is Meatloaf's band, right? Right. Absolutely. And I feel like that is it's easy to to get lost, but no, this is this is the real deal, and it's it's his band. So no, in no way is it a tribute. It's just honoring his songs, which is a lot different. There's no imitation. It's it's just it is the real thing. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a break and come back. I want to play the song. It's all coming back to me now. A meat love song. Celine Dion, you know, sang it as well. 
and you're singing it and it's your new release basically from deco entertainment right and this was produced by paul crook this song that we're going to play after the break yes it was it's like my my new baby my first release i'm very excited about it (laughs) and i'm excited to have you on the podcast so more with kylie baxter from meatloaf's neverland express right after the break Get back on the road with peace of mind with auto repair services you can trust. Accurate Auto Repair at 203-854-0338 or check them out at accurateautonorwalk.com. Live theater is back and in your own backyard at Curtain Call. There's always something on at Curtain Call at the Sterling Farms Theater Complex, Newfield Avenue in Stamford. For half the price of a Broadway ticket, a family of four can see a show at Curtain Call. Call 203-461-6358 or go online to CurtainCallInc.com. That's CurtainCallInc.com. Visit Rory's Restaurant, 416 Post Road in Darien. Rory's is where it's always delicious. Try their great selection of mouth-watering appetizers, hot and cold sandwiches, scrumptious entrees, and outrageous soups. Check out their menu at rorys.net or call 203-655-9453 for takeout or curbside pickup. Open seven days. Hey, how about a great sandwich for lunch or delicious breakfast and cappuccino? This is Sergio. Come and see me at Francesca's Cafe and Grill right here on the Post Road in Norwalk, 249 Westport Avenue. Your friend Sergio here does it all, from Italy to Norwalk to coffee and cannolis. Francesca is truly a piece of Italy right here in the heart of Norwalk. Check out our great menu at francescasdeli.com. Don't let an uncomfortable home keep you from enjoying it. Call the Heating and Cooling Company of Norwalk at 203-855-0858 today and schedule your free system evaluation or Google them. The Heating and Cooling Company of Norwalk. From the Empire State Building's backyard, you're listening to The City's Backyard with Matt Zako. We're in the backyard of New Jersey. And Kylie, uh, did you grow up in New Jersey? I absolutely did. Right here in this one house my whole life. <laughs> you're a Jersey girl. You're you're like Billie Eilish uh, making I music am. out of the bedroom, right? <laughs> yes, I am. Well, out of Paul's studio, but yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. So is this your first interview for this song? It, yes, it is. I feel honored, Kylie. I mean, this is really cool. I'm I mean it is very cool. I'm very excited about it. Are you are you into podcasts cuz you're you're the, the new generation. Do you listen to podcasts? I do. I love the Emma, Emma Chamberlain podcast. I listen to a bunch of different things with my sister. We're both podcast people while we're, you know, doing chores around the house, getting stuff done. How do you get your music on YouTube or Spotify? What what do you a Pandora? What do you listen to? I'm a Spotify listener. I would say YouTube as well, just because the sound is great. The quality is great. Uh-huh. And I love watching videos. But yes, I'm Spotify and YouTube and Apple Music are, are my top three. So I did see the Neverland Express at the Wall Street Theater in Norwalk right before you guys went to the UK. But you were not there for that show. And I understand there were only like two shows basically in the U.S., uh one in long island which you were at so you've been part of this neverland express since when 
Um, I've been doing shows in the States with the Neverland Express for about a year. So this is all a, a new beginning for you, basically. Mm, absolutely. So how, why weren't you uh, at the Norwalk uh, show that I witnessed? Well, since I'm just a wee little 18-year-old, I usually like to check my parents around with me to these shows. But we had a little conflict, so I couldn't make it to the Connecticut show which I would have loved to have gone to, but I was at the Long Island show the night before. And what was the feedback on those shows in Long Island and, and Norwalk, Connecticut, in the backyard of New York before you guys went out to the UK? I performed in Atlantic City and Long Island, New York before going off to tour. And at those two gigs, I sang It's All Coming Back to Me Now just to kind of get a a grasp on how it would translate on stage and you know be able to kind of work it before heading over to the UK and the response was incredible both nights. So that was very encouraging for me. That is great. I, I want to play the track right now. It's all coming back to me now. And uh, is this getting any airplay? Airplay. But what, what do you mean by that? Um, like radio airplay? Hopefully oh. soon. <laughs> uh, so, not, so you're not on. I love yet, but <laughs> I'm so just you're on- trying to get some good streams on it first. So that's where it's at, basically, in the, in the music world now, is to, to get, I mean, you're shooting for the streaming more than anything, right? Because, I mean, that's that's the way people are, like you, you're getting your music off of uh, YouTube and Spotify. So is that really, you know, basically the goal, to get downloads? Absolutely, as many as I possibly can. Downloads and views is what it's all about now, right? It is the media, the media based world. Wow. How things have changed from the vinyl, the vinyl record days when I was growing up. You know, know. take me back. (laughs) Back to the days of meatloaf and bad out of hell. Well, all right, let's (laughs) let's play this track. It's all coming back to me now. Meatloaf song from 2006. Kylie Baxter is on the podcast on this episode. It's the city's backyard. Listen to it right outside the window There were days when the sun was so cool That all the tears turned to dust And I just knew my eyes were drying up forever I finished crying in the instant that you left And I can't remember where I 
Yeah, so I would definitely say that that's 
what a ballad a love song a song about forgiveness kylie absolutely i mean the lyrics are heart-wrenching but also hopeful in a way and i really connected to the lyric and i think that was what enabled me to give you know an emotional performance even performing the song live it it evoked quite an emotional response and that was exactly what i was hoping for yeah definitely definitely a a dramatic ballad yeah, and Meatloaf had a lot of ballads, you know. He, he again, back to the theatrical performances. You almost have to be like an actress out there on stage, right, Kylie? Absolutely. I mean, is that what Meatloaf was sort of directing you to do with your performances? I mean, I know you didn't what you encountered him once. Yep, one time, one time was enough for me to be able to, you know, take as much and soak soak up his advice like a little sponge, but yes, that's that was his main point for me just to make sure because I was still, you know, I was 17, 16 at the time. And that was before I kind of had any real live experience under my belt. But the more that I performed the song and the more I was able to get my live chops up, live chops up, I, I really embodied the lyric and was able to create that theatrical performance like he would have. Awesome. Love to hear that. That I mean, it it, <laughs> it gives me goosebumps. And when Paul was on the uh, podcast, you know, uh, the, the guitarist and producer who who helped, you know, with this song with you, I when he started talking about Meatloaf, I started getting goosebumps because I, I, he was just so loved. He was like an American icon in a way with the with the bat out of hell motorcycle. And I mean, that was an iconic cover. That was when albums had art you know and now today unfortunately you don't really know because you didn't grow up in that at that time but there's a lack of the artwork and the 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 uh album sleeve and and the notes and everything that you the booklet that came with the album there's none of that anymore um have you ever put your hands on the actual meatloaf bad out of hell vinyl album i actually did this past tour at our like meet and greet signing i was able to i was i was taken back when i saw some of the copies and i was like whoa we don't see these anymore i was was like what is this it's like foreign i want to take a one quick break one last break and come back and just talk about some of the other members in the band that you play with i know uh Kaleeb johnson was chosen from american idol uh they saw the performance of him singing a meatloaf song was that how it went down i believe he was saying that he wanted to be a part of or he wanted to perform meatloaf songs and then someone put Paul in contact with him, and that's when they kind of created the vision for Celebrating Meatloaf. Celebrating Meatloaf, and that's what we're doing on this podcast with Kylie Baxter. Uh, you heard it's all coming back to me now, and we're going to come back and talk about the Neverland Express, Meatloaf's band, uh, the Neverland Express. Uh, and they're still uh, you know, out there celebrating Meatloaf. More with Kylie coming up right after this. Visit Ripka's Beach Cafe, 99 Calf Pasture Beach Road, right on the beach in Norwalk. Ripka's has great food featuring hot dogs and burgers, salads, sandwiches, pizzas, clams, oysters, and more. Check out their menu at ripkasbeach.com. 
Does your business need an edge over the competition? Bruce Park Sports and Embroidery is the answer. With custom clothing designed with your company logo, they'll help you from start to finish with embroidered or screen printed hats, shirts, jackets, and more. All worked on on site and made in the USA. Call Bruce Park Sports and Embroidery at 203 853 4488 or check them out on Yelp. From hot to cold, breakfast to lunch, JV's Deli has something for everyone. JV specializes in thin crust pizza, deli sandwiches, pasta, and more. JV's Deli and Pizza, serving Norwalk for over 10 years. 15 Tierney Street, up the road from City Hall. Check out their great menu at jvsdeliandpizza.com. Bistro Mediterranean and Tapas Bar is open and serving the best tapas in town. Come enjoy dinner and choose from their wide selection of red and white wine, sangria, and cerveza as well. Bistro Mediterranean and Tapas Bar with three locations, Westbrook, East Haven, and Norwalk. We're back. You're listening to The City's Backyard. We're in the backyard with singer, songwriter, Kylie Baxter. So, so Kylie, have you written some songs? I mean, you're a songwriter. You must have written something. Absolutely. I've been writing songs since I could speak, but I have some exciting originals in the works that hopefully I will be releasing soon. So that's very exciting. And I'll post all updates on my social medias about when those are about to drop. That way I can get some pre-saves on those tracks beforehand. Tell me a little bit uh, about the band before I ask you who your musical influences are. And I know you're going to say Meatloaf. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, we mentioned Kaleeb Johnson, who is basically, you know, uh, Meatloaf's protege, would you say? Meatloaf's legacy at this point, you know, because he, he is singing Meatloaf's words and lyrics on these songs. But then there's two women in the band and you're one of them. So who else is in the band? I sing alongside Miss Lissa Lynn. She's been a great mentor for me on tour, giving me all the little tips and tricks on, you know, things to do while you're traveling and touring and and doing these live shows. Because prior to this gig, I had really no experience at all doing it. So it's been great to have such a supportive, you know, group of people to to be traveling with. Is she sort of like a big sister in the band for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She's like my tour mommy. <laughs> tour mommy. So, uh, and then you've got Paul Crook on guitar and, and who else? I have, there's Randy Flowers on guitar. He actually does the solo and it's all coming back to me now. Ed Avila is on the track playing bass. Andy Ascalis on the piano and John, Mate- John Michelli, who's a beast on the drums. So that makes a pretty epic track, if I do say so myself. Absolutely. And these are all members of the Neverland Express. Yes. And so it makes sense, right? Because it is a Meatloaf song. <laughs> so you you kind of want to do it with the guys in Meatloaf's band, right? <laughs> I mean, when you have the opportunity, why not? <laughs> I love that. Um, it's, you sound like you're really into it and you really respect Meatloaf's work. And it sounds like you're you're really proud to be in this band. What is the crowd like? Or is it mostly older people that grew up with Meatloaf? Or is it some people, you know, in their 20s and 30s that are just finding out about Meatloaf? I think you get a good, or like, you know, array of people who come to the shows in the States. There's 
I feel like less of an audience for it because Meatloaf was so massive overseas. I was able to see what type of impact he had. I mean, people were showing up to these signings like they knew him, all sharing, you know, personal experiences with him and they all felt like they had a personal relationship with him that was kind of the effect that he had as an influencer an individual um which was really cool to see he has a massive influence over in the united kingdom and i know in ireland and germany he was huge too so hopefully we'll be able to go go tour over there too yeah we forget that you know these musicians are not just popular in the states but other right. countries, which just is huge. So uh, what would you say to people that are, you know, oh, thinking that this is just a Meatloaf tribute band and, and they have no idea that Meatloaf basically groomed you guys and, you know, schooled you on your performance along with Paul Crook? And, uh, you know, what would you say to them? Well, I would say come see the show and, you know, make your own make your own opinion on that, because anyone who's come and, and seen it has been absolutely blown away. So and I know for myself, even just learning the music, it's it, they're incredible songs and the musicians are top notch. I've never performed with anyone who even, you know, compares to to the performance that they can give. I just got goosebumps again, because when you said it was an incredible show, I just reflected reflected back to the whole video uh, introduction of all this great footage of meatloaf and it became very emotional for me uh while i was you know before the band came out i i got a little bit emotional oh i absolutely feel like it's emotional for for everyone not only in the band but also watching too or anyone who felt like they had a really close relationship to me yeah because we we identified with that album in in the 70s late 70s you know and we grew up with bad out of hell so i'm I'm sort of getting a little a little nostalgic and slightly emotional right now with you on this podcast i didn't think that uh it would hit me but uh you know just when you talked about the performance it made me think back to that whole awesome video production presentation right before it was you know part of the show and just incredible images of meatloaf and video footage i mean he was he was an actor he was iconic uh he was just this awesome American musician. So who are your, before we wind down the podcast, this has been a lot of fun. Before we wrap it up, who are your musical influences? I mean, just your age alone, I'm thinking you like Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, well, I do love Taylor because I think she's a genius songwriter, but I have a lot, a lot of other influences that have helped to kind of influence my sound. I grew yeah. up on country music my mom's a huge country fan so dolly parton carrie underwood uh my grandpa was a huge beatles fan my dad loved whitney houston and then meeting paul which was my freshman year of high school he introduced me to more r&b and soul music aretha franklin gladys knight mavis staples and you know using using them as as influencers and drivers in my sound, I kind of was able to create what I wanted to see. I incorporate a lot of soul into my sound because that's what I love to listen to. Stevie Wonder. I mean, there's so many great artists that are not from my time and I didn't grow up with that hearing them, you know, throughout high school and studying them has been influential, like massively influential on my sound. When did you first learn about Meatloaf? Was it recently or a while back? 
uh, two years ago. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, you know, you're helping his. I guess when I met Paul was four years ago, but I only started learning meatloaf songs for the shows when I was told I was going to, you know, be a part of it, which was exciting. And, And again, you know, just quickly meeting Paul in the backyard of New York City in New Jersey. Again, you know, all this great stuff happening in the backyard musically. And New York is all about theater, the arts. And that's basically what this podcast is, the arts entertainment music and community so you're in that community out there in jersey and that's where paul's from and that led to the beginning of your career in the neverland express so uh where where do you go from here now you're on break from the uk it was a big success uh you made that point that meatloaf was huge overseas so uh are you gonna have more dates in the coming months for uh the the states hopefully yes absolutely um I know that they have a bunch of dates lined up, which will be shared on social media. But I mean, as far as my own my own lane for my career, that's, you know, separate from celebrating Meatloaf. I'm just looking to release music and get my own name out there, too. And, you know, become become my own independent artist. Yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of musicians do today. Even the iconic classic rockers, uh, they're in different bands. They do, you know, they're they're like a acoustic tour sometimes on their own. So, you know, that's fine. And that's kind of the way you have to be because sometimes there's just not enough work with one band or they go on hiatus, sort of like you guys are on a little hiatus right now before you get back out there, right? Right. So just real, real quick, uh, I want to ask you this. Uh, You mentioned some great artists that I grew up with, but as far as like a classic rock band, who would be one of your iconic classic rock bands that you like or were influenced by? Oh, classic rock bands. Like uh, Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd or The Stones or Tom Petty. I love, can I say Journey? Sure. I th- I would say if if I had to I mean Steve Perry unbelievable, um so I would say Journey would be my my massive influence. Love Meatloaf obviously, <laughs> um, but yeah I would say Journey would be my number one. Awesome. Well, Kylie, this was a lot of fun. Kylie Baxter from New Jersey in the Neverland Express Meatloaf's band. It was so great to connect with you and. Uh, you know, as, as as your career, you know, expands and explodes, you definitely should come back on the podcast. And I hope you're going to share this uh, episode with all your fans. So thanks for dropping by the city's backyard today. I absolutely will. Thanks, Matt. I love the city's backyard. That puts a wrap on the city's backyard. We'll be back next week with more interesting topics, great guests, and fun conversation about what's happening in and around your community. That's it for now. We'll see you soon.